Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I am Aaron Lemus coming to you from the Jewish State Studio. With me today is Seth Geis and from the Villager Scar Studios, John McTavish. How you guys doing? I'm doing well, man. Doing well, man. I wish I was uh, down at Pura Sabor, you know? Uh, I see all the pictures. I get jealous because everyone's, you know, hanging, smoking, having a good time. I'm like, that's where I should be instead of, you know, the frozen white north. <laughs> Lame. Let's get what's good hockey. You guys yeah. had a really good hockey game the other night. Um, yeah, it's not bad. No, oh, it was Edmonton, not you guys. Yeah, we hate them. It was Edmonton and Tampa Bay. Great yeah. game. Lots of fights, good goals. I do mm. like seeing Edmonton players get punched in the face, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today we are talking about the Diamond Crown Black Diamond Emerald. Uh, cigars at Toro, 6x52. Uh, comes out of the Tabacalera A Fuente factory in the Dominican Republic. Uh, wrapper is Connecticut Habano, binder and filler, both from the Dominican Republic. Uh, price point is $21, and the cigar was released in August of 2022. So with all that out of the way, Seth, what was your overall experience like with this cigar? Listen, it's you look at the cigar, It's I thought it was beautiful in hand. Um, great looking wrapper, which I was like, oof, Connecticut Habano is gorgeous. It's not going to smoke well. It's not going to smoke well. Um, <laughs> I was like, I might get some flavors, but it's not going to smoke. Um, you know, it's, I was getting some damp wood, some sweet spice, some faint fruit notes. There was some tobacco qualities, rich earth, cocoa, um, medium in strength, the body really balanced. Um, and that kind of showed was a continuation into the second third. Um, the final third was a little bit more d- darker. Um, there were some mineral qualities. I would never say that the cigar really got that that strong. Um, I said medium full at at the end, but that's probably more like a medium for some. Um, it's like a I don't know. It's like a diet. Liga T52 or you know like a, it's it's not and I'm not trying to compare and we'll get that to the end but right. like it's you can tell it's a lighter version of this Connecticut Habano wrapper which has a distinct quality it's really enjoyable um pretty good burn I really like to draw it it's it was a thick it was there was some resistance but it's thicker tobacco so I kind of expected it so yeah John um yeah I mean I'm gonna echo a lot of what you said there's it's like I think your analogy of, of drawing parallel to another cigar in the industry is very on point. Like with the Connecticut Havana, this dark, I get a lot of creamy chocolate, leather, earth, um, you know, spices. And then, and it, and it ramps up pretty quick into the sort of medium, just over medium strength, uh, on the, on the palate, which is nice. Um, a little espresso breaking through, um, you know, it was good. Um, you know, I wouldn't say it was very good in the first third, but I think it did more than enough to engage my, my, my palate. And then the second, third, uh, kind of led with earth and espresso, uh, again, sort of sweet creaminess. Um, and that creaminess did a, I think what I find is when you have a really earthy, heavy profile, if you don't have something to offset that, um, it just becomes too much on the palate. And in this case, it had this really rich creaminess. And so that balanced the mouthfeel and, and that grittiness, which is nice. And then uh, last third, uh, more just earth and spices. So that cream kind of gave way a little bit and earth became the primary flavor profile. And as I just mentioned, uh, you know, kind of kind of not as engaging as the first two thirds. Uh, burn was pretty much perfect. I had to do one touch up in the first third and then it was just fine for the rest of the um, smoking experience. And as uh, Olmec's drool there kind of pointed out, um, 
there's uh there was like a like it was slightly into the resistance spectrum but um i actually prefer that so for me again perfect draw um certainly certainly up there with a lot of the uh, diamond crowns i've enjoyed this is this is good overall how about you Aaron? yeah for me the structure with toasted dark oak sharp baking spice and light mustness uh, a bit later, some earth and chalkiness joined in. Then second, third saw the baking spice morph to black pepper. And then the final third saw the toast level increase and the earth became a bit dry. Um, I thought the cigar had a nice start, uh, but it kind of fell off from the second, third and kind of maintained an average profile the rest of the way. Um, cigars are a really high price point. Um, what was the price kind point? Of 21 bucks. Um, mm. And with the kind of the smoking experience, which is you know, slightly above average, it's just uh, not not enough for me to I think want to come back to it at that price point. So um, you know, just it's it, the cigar is fine. It's just I, I I wouldn't pay that much to, to kind of smoke it on any kind of regular basis. Hmm. Um, all right, so let's get into the scores. We're gonna start at the top with John at six point seven two. Uh, June, who wasn't able to join us, gave it a five point eight five, and then Seth and I both gave it a five point seven five. So, John, how that six point seven two match up for you? Yeah, listen, that matches up really well. Um, you know, we rate on flavor, and uh, this is 100% great on a on a flavor profile. You know, it's almost breaking into the very good category. Um, so for me, you know, memorable, tasty. Would I pay $21 for it? Listen, I'm kind of a cheap guy. That's a lot of money. Uh, but uh, I certainly enjoyed it. All right, Seth, 5.75. Yeah, I mean, yes, I. it's... 5.75 lines up. I think with a cigar like this, I will say with the wrapper, I think that you're going to get a fluctuating scores. Um, I think it's just a blend that's going to fluctuate. And I think sometimes you'll kind of get where we are. Um, but I do think that you can get a one that's scored at, at where John is. Um, it's kind of, And I just feel this way about Connecticut Mono and I could probably, we could get into it a little bit after that. I just think that the wrapper can really throw a blend off. Um, and even Nick is... And Drew States talked about it when they're using it. Um, and I'm sure that they would as well. So, I mean, my experience was like 5.75. I mean, it was like a very soft, you know, Connecticut Habano experience, which was, which was fun. Um, but I, I don't think it's, I wouldn't spend $21. <laughs> yeah. My 5.75 matches up well. I mean, it was, um, Above average flavor profile, uh, I had a uh, wavy burn with a, a relight as well, and the draw was a little snug, so kind of some of those mm. points got knocked out of it. Um, otherwise, that might be, you know, 6, 6, 1, something like that. But, um, yeah, price points a bit high. So um, getting into final thoughts, um, so this is a reblend of the Diamond Crown Black yeah. Diamond because we've yeah. reviewed this before, and we reviewed it the Marquis uh, Vitola, which is uh, let me bring it up. It's like the uh, Robusta, the Robusta five and a quarter by fifty six. So kind of like I don't, a, I don't remember the, how I thought the Marquis. I feel like I rated the Emerald higher. So yeah, uh, yeah, you and you and Seth basically flip flopped. Oh, that's uh, funny. So Seth gave it a seven point eight seven. Yeah, there you high. go. And John gave it a five point four seven. So. Isn't John really likes new blend. Seth likes the old blend. I I gave it a six. The old the old one a six. So I'm kind of still in the middle. But it's very interesting that there was a, uh, you know, and Seth. I mean, uh, June gave it a five point six. So he's kind of you know still in the same ballpark. So yeah, it's interesting that you guys kind of flip flopped on old blend versus new blend. So I mean, I um, think some of that could certainly be like like um, Olmec there is saying that. Uh, the blend, maybe the the kinetic Habano just really hit for me. I mean, I'm kind of a huge Habano fan to begin with, but 
Um, I just really like the creaminess off that 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 Connecticut Albano and um, the Marquee. I just remember the Marquee just being like really flat and not not dynamic, which was um, mm. you know I don't remember how much that one. I think it was like eighteen something, eighteen fifty. Like that was a, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like years ago though. Nineteen dollars. Yeah, how many years ago was that though? Uh, we smoked it in twenty nineteen. So still though. That's yeah. for nineteen bucks, and that was four years ago, and that's twenty one dollars. <throat> new, I mean, that's that's just pretty. That's pretty good for them, actually. I mean, that yeah. you have to give Jason Newman props on if you look at it. That price increase. Yeah. Yeah. I I I think it's listen. It's I think Connecticut Bono. When I want when I smoke it, I really want those really strong, rich stone fruit. Like it's it's in your face. Yeah. It's a flavor profile and I, and I enjoy it. And I think it's one of these things. I know that it's going to throw off the burn and you may have to touch yeah. it up, but it's one of these things you're okay with it because it's well, just that flavor there. profile. Yeah. That flavor profile is there. And this is just like, it's like, wow, man, they've made like a European or like a lighter version of this Connecticut Bono, which to me, I'm like, that's, I don't, I don't get the purpose of that rapper. I feel like what, no, make, let the rapper be what it, I think it's supposed to be, which is just like in your face. Um, yeah. Now, I, w- I will say one of the things that I found maybe confusing or or I didn't understand the marketing, uh, the whole emerald, like they have different names for the sizes. And like, I think I would understand, like, and I'm, I'm going to feel like an idiot if it was on one of the bands that I just didn't see it, but I don't remember seeing it on the band. And so, you know, when this is coming up for the review and it was like black diamond emerald, I'm like, Oh, okay. So I, I see the black diamond and I'm like, is this the emerald? I don't know. <laughs> and then, and then I Googled it. Cause you know, I don't want to review the wrong one. And so I found like, there needs to be something there that ties back to the emerald. Like, I'm not going to remember that an emerald is a, what is it? A six by 52. Toro. Uh, yeah. yeah so I'm not going to remember that even though I randomly picked it out of the sky. Uh, so I think like either it's, it needs to be in the incorporated in the packaging or just drop that altogether because like, I just found that confusing and maybe that's just me. Yeah. I think they put it on the box, but um, uh, fair enough. Am I, am I, I don't, I don't can't remember if it, if this had a, I'm assuming had a uh, barcode across the back of the cell. Yes. Too. That that's a good point. Uh, they do really go with the, um, uh yeah, I don't think ours yeah. came in cello, but I, I assume they come in cello with a UPC yeah. sticker. So yeah, yeah. All right, wherever you're catching this video, be sure to like and subscribe. But check out the full written review on the website developpalace.com. Follow us on all the social media channels, and you can catch all of our review recaps on podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you on the next one. JC Newman. <laughs>